My name is John, and my name is John, and we ain't turning right all podcast long. Whoa, we're going left and straight. Whoa, the podcast is great. Whoa, cruising around LA, picking up friends on the way. Hey, hey, hey. Well, John is my friend, and now you are my friend, and we're doing it up, and then we do it all again. Whoa. Two Johns don't make a right. John, do you have a drink? I don't have a drink. Do you have a drink? I have two. I have I would coffee take a, and water. I'd take a sip of water. Take it. Take it. I this, this is recording now. I haven't taken a pull off that green bottle. But okay. If you want to you. You get your germs all over it. That's pretty good. If you want liquid death, I could run upstairs and grab you one. No. Is this a promotion? We got, we got it. It's not, but... It could be. I've, I've become uh, become more of a fan lately. It's great. Web here? I like Liquid Death. Yeah. yeah. And, like if you're at a concert, it really does make you feel like, yeah, I'm part of the group. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, let's get it going. It's two Johns don't make a right. Ladies and gentlemen, people are calling us the Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey of podcasting. Only. We're not stretching all holes post-game. We're kvetching about <laughs> tolls. We're kvetching about tolls in left-turn lanes. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, it's John D. John S. It's two Johns, don't make a right. We're not going to turn right even once. And our guest is a legend, one of the funniest sketch comedy writers I've ever uh, I ever known and a brilliant podcasting host with a one of the my favorite pod two of my favorite podcasts dope boys and get played um, a fantastic man ladies and gentlemen Nick Weiger what an intro yeah. thank you that was so nice yeah well it's all true um, I feel I'm already so stressed out because I knew just knowing the street that that we're on, you picked me up at home, which was which was lovely of you. I knew that we were gonna have to make an unprotected left, and this can sometimes be a hairy left. And this is our first left of the of the outing, so I hope this goes smooth. This is this is pretty good. Okay. This is uh, we won't say the we're, we we won't dox you by saying the name of your street, but we're going left onto like a quite busy street. I would say in Central West LA. Yes, that's right. Somewhere. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a hey, West. Oh, 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 hey, ho! Oh. oh man! Whoa! See, that's what this about. guy. Now oh. this guy thinks he was all right, even he though does. he was speeding like crazy. No, what a fucking hiding. prick! It was my fault too. Let's be honest. Mostly mine, but you push your nose out a little, which I do hate when people do that. But. What are you supposed to do though? There's a whole lane of parking there. That's what stresses me out. Giant the street. van. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and people you can't see to the yeah. left. The good news is we're safe. Yeah, we're at no harm, no foul. There's yeah. a condom on a banana on a billboard. Wow, just use it. Let's get a pic of that. Just <laughs> use it. That's disgusting. Because yeah, it makes dicks into food. Well, it's also the Nike logo. It's kind of a hat on a hat. The the banana is the Nike swoosh. Just use it like just do it. Yeah. And then they got a condom on. The banana. That's a big boy banana because that is barely sheathed by that condom. Yeah. Nike needs to lawyer up. They're yeah. gilding the lily. And, <laughs> and uh, yeah, that that's a big banana. Like, yeah, what what kind of condom doesn't fit on a banana like that? I may be revealing my dick size. Uh, <laughs> no. By doing that, but. Remember, remember when we had to like roll on a condom? It's, Jesus Christ! Yeah. What a bummer. Sorry, kids. Thank God those days are in the rear view. Yeah, the, literally the only reason to get married. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> drop those condoms. Yeah, Nick Cannon knows what's up. He's like, I have organized my life around not using condoms, <laughs> and I just have enough money to support all these babies. So it kind of works out. I've heard he is a dream to work with. I'm not sure if you what your if you had any experience. See, I have worked with Nick. Okay. Cannon. Yeah, I was a writer on a show called. Um, uh, short circuits. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So this is someone who more recently worked with him in on um, Masked Singer. I oh. worked on a special, and there was a Masked Singer writer, and he was like, "Yeah, the guy's a total pro and just super nice." But I'm, I'm not. You know, you, you don't have to say anything. But I'm not sure what if if he's always been that way. But in recent memory, apparently, he's very interesting to me because 
he is the king of like kind of like Mark Wahlberg esque. He's the king of like showbiz hamster wheel business. Oh sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and like is the host of like seven things, and it's like who does it? Like who wants this life? He's like a Ryan Seacrest, right? Just addicted to the work of it. Addicted to the process. Yeah. I mean, I kind of admire it in a way, and like. But one of his hamster wheel businesses is doing stand-up comedy, which is wow. so amazing. Whenever somebody's like, yeah, and then I'll do my stand-up tour. I do my radio show like four times a day, and then I have to get up at 3.30 a.m., and I have 17 kids, and then I'm also a stand-up comedian. It's like, you don't have time to do stand-up. So he's having people like write him stand-up sets that are specific to his life, and so... It's just an exercise. Listening to his stand-up is an amazing exercise in, like, canned stand-up. And, like, something right. that never really had to pay their dues. I mean, I'm sure he had to pay dues. That's that's kind of... I, I don't but know. But I know what you mean. Like, comedic dues. You he, know. he didn't go out. He wasn't, like, hitting the room. He wasn't open mic. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's not working out his hour. And then it's like, okay, this is, like, I got... You know, now I can do my... Uh, my go out in the road. It's it's like he yeah. So someone just handed him basically a script of stand up. Yeah, he's an yeah. affable man, a sure. good performer. And after being fa- after already being famous. Right, right. Um, and I. I uh, but it's also like if you're in the, my look, I I don't like to work, which is why I'm not as successful as Nick Cannon in part. But also it's like uh, I I think there's there's also a. I, I, I kind of understand from a standpoint of anytime I've just been offered like more money than I'd expect to do something I didn't really want to do I've usually been like well sh- I mean shit and so like probably there's so much money in touring stand up I know that he right. probably was just like it was put in front of him like hey here's how much you can make for doing this and he's like ah oh, fuck it why not you know right I kind of understand it from that perspective yeah like and any of these guys like Trevor Noah quit the Daily Show because he just made so much money touring stand up. He was just like, yeah. yeah, why do I need to do the Daily Show? I'm right. like an international sensation. Right. Um, which is why I'm trying to host the Daily Show. Hey, uh, I mean, you're great. halfway there. Yeah. I'm halfway there, right? John Daly John Show. Daly? John Stewart. John Daly, Daily Show. My, one of my it's aunts already energy. thinks I, do you do the Daily Show? Is that you? <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, that's been said to me she several times. That's great. That's really good. She does, yeah. She didn't get it. Um, so Nick, tell us what is your favorite like drive or area? Every, everyone says the PCH up to Malibu or up to, uh, up to Ventura. Yeah. Uh, so what is your favorite general drive or do you just hate driving or what's your feeling? This is where I'm, I'm going to be the, the, uh, the car crank here. I don't really like driving and I try to avoid it as much as possible. I drive by necessity, but I'm much more of a... You know, I grew up here, grew up in Southern California. There's such a car culture here. And I got used to driving young and driving a lot young and putting a lot of miles on my car. And I just like, I just fucking hate it. It drives me crazy. It stresses me out. Um, And uh, I just always have in my head just how dangerous it is at all times. And that's like an anxiety that's hard for me to shake. So I try to take public transit as much as possible. Uh, The issue is that there's the LA rail, which is you know, constantly improving and expanding, but it is still pretty limited in terms of where you can get to and sometimes extremely, you know, cumbersome and, uh, right. Uh, like you have to walk like me. 30 blocks. Exactly. To catch yeah. Train yeah. And, yeah. And, but, but there are, you know, when I can set up like a direct route down, you know, one of these major streets, we're going to pass by Venice Boulevard now. And there's like a bus line that goes up and down it pretty, uh, you know, that, that like, so if you're going in certain directions, you can avoid, um, uh, you can avoid driving. The the issue is just always that, that last mile problem, right? Which is just like what you were just saying. Like if I want to go, you want to go to a specific destination and you either have to transfer or you either have right. a lengthy walk. Uh, but anyway, it's a rambling way of saying that I don't really love driving. But if I was like, hey, pick a, pick a fun route. Um, yeah, PCH is pretty good. I don't mind driving down to San Diego, which I've done a a number of times. That is a lovely drive. Driving up to the other direction, up to San Francisco, can be kind of a bummer. Uh, But driving down to SD is is pretty nice, especially to get by the coast there. Yeah, well, San Francisco's a bummer unless you take the, the one. Right, right, right. Highway one, the PCH. It, it's it's amazing, but it, it it can be a bummer in other ways. Like you can get stuck in endless traffic or a mudslide or yeah. something <laughs> like that. Slide. Yeah, and we want we want to say, and, and you know, driving is. Oh wow, we're passing one of Mark Wahlberg's 
hamster wheel businesses, F45. Wow. That is his gym where you work out for 45 I, minutes. I didn't realize that was his gym. <laughs> yeah, that's his thing. It's 45 minutes workout, F45. Sandwiched between a Verizon store and a travel lodge. I just yeah. learned from gym. hamster wheel side project. It's just kind of like apropos because... It's really useful. Uh, I think Natalie, my partner, coined that because... We were watching this show called Wall Street, which is about Wahlberg's side businesses. And she was like, these are just hamster wheels. Like, what is happening? Because he has Wahlburgers, it. and it seems like yeah. they all just crumble after a while. I like, like that just... better than a side hustle. Everyone says side hustle. It's like, come on. Side hustle. My side hustle is becoming a hamster wheel. <laughs> yeah. But he's he's like, yeah, you work out. He had Arya Stark from Game of Thrones. Cool. Yeah, on his on like wall on Wall Street, and she was just like, "Yeah, let's work out for forty five minutes," and uh, so that's the that's the concept forty five minute workout. Uh, the and we're 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 passing by uh, one of the only coal, uh, uh, gun stores on the west side. Oh yes. yeah, nice little, uh, that, that that's like a very this is a very like American I feel like feeling. You got the Seven Eleven, you got the gun store, and then you got like a hipster coffee shop, like all in the same like you know corner. It's just like yeah. a very also that gun store had like Disney font. It yeah, was like right. The yeah, font that a Disney gun store would be. It kind of made it seem fun. I think it's one of those. I think it like probably got you know grandfathered in, like has been in business since like the '30s or something. It like looked that. old. It yeah. Looked, yeah, I think it's been yeah. there for a while. Um, anyway, so. Yeah, it's it's interesting that Wahlberg. Th I, I remember watching. We talked about Wahlburgers on Doughboys, and uh, actually had a decent experience there as a meal. But I watched some of that. I can't remember if it was Wall Street or if he actually had a Wahlburger show. But whatever it was, he had a Wahlburger. He had a Wahlburger yes. show, and it was just like it was so joyless. <laughs> like his existence yeah. was just like going from obligation to obligation and then he had a point of family time and he was just clearly so exhausted. Yeah. It's just like, why did you, why do you do any of this? Why do you have this, this palatial mansion in Calabasas or whatever and, uh, and this, this waterfall pool or whatever, but you can't spend any time here. And when yeah. you are here, you're so fucking tired. You can't even like pick your kids up. Well, his, his, his schedule, he, he famously posted his schedule right. online and it was like, I wake up at 2.30 a.m. I pray. I stare at my kids and I work out and yeah. then that's the first smoothie and then like here's my meal tiny meal big meal and right. it's just like and in between there he had like play golf on my home golf yes course. Yeah, and it's yeah, like yeah. he had golf so he like he has to dial in time for his own kind of like that's just that's just the ultimate like you need to you need to tear it all down and start yeah, over kind yeah. of thing like besides his family just kind of like you know, stop what you're doing. Like you're not having fun, but I feel like Mark Wahlberg may also have a secret. He's gotta be like, why am I not the rock? Like he's gotta have a thing where it's like, he Oh sure. Do, he doesn't do as many movies as some people, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like in the movies he does, it's like, you're a spy. You're in Croatia. You got to do four things. And it's like, you're going to make this amount of money. The other actors are these people. And he's like, Oh, another one of these. Like, I, I don't know how to, like, they're just, like, so stamped out, like, yeah. it's almost like those, like, Bruce Willis movies he was doing towards the end of his career, but he is Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, he's, he's a, I mean, it's, a, the rock comparison is interesting, because I think he's, uh, a little less, it, it, as much as they both have the same sort of, like, workaholic, cram schedule like just trying to, to fit to make to monetize every hour of every day as as much as they are like the same there I do think he's like a little bit less annoying than The Rock even though he clearly seems to be a worse guy than The Rock a worse human being uh, but he's also kind of a better movie star I feel like yeah well he's good yeah he's good like yeah. The Rock is good and f The Rock is like fun to watch and he can pull it off and he's got like the eyebrow move but Mark Wahlberg <laughs> is fucking good yeah like he's in boogie nights and he kills it yeah, he's, and he's good a, he's amazing it's like a it's like a brilliant performance and he's capable of like really brilliant stuff but uh but i think he's like he's conservative probably and he probably oh, no feels doubt. like like oh shit we're passing some strikers some on the right. right here at the sony lot what's up yeah that's right SAG After Strike is still going uh, for everybody tuning in and not knowing that uh, for future times. Um, John, how have you been, buddy? Me? Great. 
Great. Um, yeah, I'm more of a Donnie Wahlberg than a Mark. I enjoy my life. I don't, sure, I don't put yeah. too much on my plate. Yeah. yeah. You, get, you get work. Yeah. You're not, a nice career. I was just watching Band of Brothers. Yeah. And uh, he's in that, and there's a whole Donnie Wahlberg episode where he's the guy that, like, spreads cheer among the troops and helps them to survive right, right. one of the big, crazy nights of battle. Um, so yeah. we're going through this this Main Street Culver City area, and this is an area that, like, we were talking earlier about driving and public transit, and this is an area that got a lot more pedestrian and uh, cyclist-friendly. They have these dedicated bus lines now. As you can see, they have all these protected, like, cones for, for people walking and biking. However, uh, the people got so mad about traffic being slower that an, a conservative city council got elected and now the plan is to rip all this shit out and just to turn it back into tra to driving wow, lanes. Is that terrible. right? Yeah. All so this stuff over yeah, here where yeah. they have like, oh, they're yeah. trying to make it like the Paris of the West Side. Yeah, exactly. Right? And, like, it, and it's kind of nice because, you know, you see like there's there, the, there's like that fountain there. There's all this like yes. sort of walkable space. This, you can sit outside and eat lunch at many places. Yeah. Exactly. kind of feels like down. a real sort of town square and they were just like, sort of like nah, we had dead car, traffic's too slow, so. No, we're going to elect Rick Caruso. Yeah, exactly. Kevin That's Caruso, his brother, whatever. <laughs> and fucking tear down all these, like, you know, like Harrison Ford's son's restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> you know, talking about driving to San Diego. <laughs> yeah. This might be antithetical to our podcast, but have you taken the Amtrak test? I have, yeah. Isn't Took it recently. wonderful? It's yeah. a lovely, lovely it's just ride. the best. Yeah, they're, moving, they're moving the track inland, apparently, because it of the... some decay. Yeah, yeah it's falling the into coast. the sea. We don't want that to happen. No, but... um, You didn't live in New York, did you? I've No, I've, I've lived in Southern California. I've lived in L.A. Okay, County right. specifically my whole life. Wow. Yeah, I was yeah. going to say you'd love New York, at least for a I few weeks. I probably would. I, I kept thinking I'd get a job that would take me out there or something, but it's never happened, so... Just the public transit. It's like Yeah. Obviously. It's a yeah. miracle. City bikes. That's all you need there. Mm. City bikes, yeah. I got. I tried a city bike. Super fun. They have electric city bikes now. Yeah. But then you're like, oh, I just rode it for 25 minutes and it's 68 bucks. <laughs> like, everything, <laughs> oh, everything's just bad. getting pumped so yeah, hard. Yeah, it's yeah. not bad. No, it's not that bad. But uh, um, You get kind of a thrill, like, riding through because you don't have a helmet because you didn't pack one. Oh, sure. Yeah. yeah and you're like, ooh, I'm in Times Square amongst all these cars. Yeah. Like, really, you really feel the vibe of the city. Yeah, you get in there. That's and dangerous, that city, too. That city is like a character, you know, in its own story, you know? Mm, yeah, kind yeah. of. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting. Now, mm -hmm. if L.A. was a character in your life, how do you think that you've related to it? Would it be your friend? Or would it be, like, mm. an adversary? Because this is a lifetime project for you. I think it's a. I think it's like just a a long term relationship that's mostly good, right? It's right. like kind of like it's it's you know, hey, there's some ups and downs. There's some moments where it's like, ah, fuck, this is I should just get out of here, you know? This isn't this is serving right. me. And then there's a, that ultimately come back to it's like you know what? On balance, we've had some really good times. Nice. I think I'm. I think I'm very pro LA. Well, just coming off of we had. Uh, a uh, uh, buddy Farley Elliott um, yeah. had organized a night at a there's a there's like a, this tiki pop up uh, that I believe is called Tiki Mirage I think you can say the name of it that's in the back it's in a shipping container Love and that. so like you go like it's go you go to a secret location on the west side and then that you just like go inside the back of a truck and there's like a full tiki bar in there and it's Fun. like you know fits 14 people um, and it was an amazing experience and it was one of those things that was like oh this is you know what LA is great that was a real positive like oh wow this kind of thing exists here and it doesn't necessarily exist a lot of places so yeah. That's I would cool. agree with that. You get some experiences here that you just wouldn't get outside of maybe New York, but yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, sometimes like you'll be watching a movie and like the new Beverly is sure. great. Like cinema history stuff is really great. Yeah, it's that's a good, it's that's a good, awesome. good thing about LA. Are you from LA County or Orange yes, County? Yes, so I'm from LA County. Uh, I'm from Lakewood, California, which is right next to Long Beach. Uh, okay. I went to middle school and high school in Long Beach, so I spent a lot of time there. But I also spent a lot of time in Orange County because it's just south of there. Uh, but yeah, LA County is it's pretty it's pretty vast, and that's where I've lived, uh, you know, since I was a, a, a child. 
Nice. What yeah. did your parents do that they lived here? Uh, my dad, my mom was a nurse, and my dad is a was a uh, is a retired college professor in chemistry, uh -huh. um, and he worked at Long Beach City College, and he also worked at Cal State Dominguez Hills, which is a college that's in Carson, California. Sure. Um, so that's that's just outside of LA. Gotcha. And did they, they weren't born and raised here too. They moved here from somewhere. No, my parents are both from, not from LA, but they're both from California. I mean, my wow. mom's from, I guess my mom probably, she's from Arcadia, which I think is in LA County. Yeah. And then, is, yeah. and then my, uh, my dad is like, you know, they met in the Riverside area. So like Inland Empire. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, I think, I think it's my grandparents came on both sides. They're 49ers. Uh, 49ers? No, they wouldn't be 49ers. Uh, that's, that's, no, I don't think that's, that's going too far that's back. That's great, great. Yeah, yeah. Great, great grandpa. Yeah. Yeah. 1849, well, what generation would that be? I think we're talking great, great, great. Maybe great, great, great. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, but, uh, but no, my great, great, my great grandparents on both sides were, were immigrants. But I, 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 just to go back to talking great, great. Yeah. Uh, so I told the story on Doughboys, but my, my uncle found this thing. Uh, which was a newspaper article uh, from the early 20th century, late 19th century, about my great great grandfather uh, and how how he committed uh, public suicide on a train platform. Wow! Um, by walking in front of a slow moving train as it was pulling into station. Slow moving. Yeah, isn't that wild? That's he just, the like, worst let, part. He let the train like roll over him, and it, like the 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 article about it says like as a crowd of onlookers shouted, "No, no!" Yeah. I think he was wearing like his uniform too. He's like a veteran, so he's oh, probably no. all fucked up. But yeah. Oh God, he was in World War Two. Uh, this would have been Better? before that. This would have been World like War yeah, one man, yeah. Um, oh man, that slow moving train. Yeah. Wait for the five o'clock. Yeah. Wait for the five thirty. <laughs> Wait for the express. Wait for the express, bro. <laughs> I'm going to jump in front of this local train. <laughs> What's the point? Do you know why he committed suicide? Or people just—it's one of those things of just like people just. No one, no one had any concept of like mental health back then. He probably was just like horribly depressed or had PTSD or something like that. You know? Right, right. Uh, who knows? Yeah. But how I hope to go. Well, time to go. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, do y'all like the word which sort of by a hot chicken place? Do y'all like that hot chicken? Um, I've had Dave's hot chicken. Dave's is good. Um, I just went to a place in New York City in Brooklyn called. Uh, Something Hot Chicken. I think it's owned by a rapper okay. of some sort. Maybe Nas invested in it. Oh, well, I know this place. It we were here. What the hell is it called? What um, is it called? Uh, it something. Maybe something chick. Yeah, it's like chick. It's something hot chick. That I think sounds, it's called it, hot. That chick. sounds right. I'm not sure. Yeah, but it but sounds problematic. We reviewed it with. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I believe we reviewed that with with our friend Tammy Sager on Doughboys, and we had a lovely experience. No, it was great. Yeah, yeah, hot chick is great. Um, and then I've been to Shaq's. Uh, Big chicken. Okay. Big chicken is not good. That's so what, that was my review. Not good. No. We have. Yeah, we have actually just reviewed that for Doughboys. I'm not sure if the episode will be out by the time this episode releases, but so I'll save my specific thoughts. But uh, but yes, was not. I'll give it two forks. Was not particularly whelmed. Two forks. Okay. All right. Yeah. Our friend and former guest Carl Tart was raving about. Was it Howling Rays? Howling Rays is great. Howling Rays is not, terrific. I, I've still not had it. It's uh, in Pasadena, I think. It, there's one in Pasadena. There's one in Chinatown. I think it's worth uh, the wait if you haven't endured it. I, or also you can get it on Postmates these days, and it travels pretty well. They figured it out. What about Raising Canes? Everyone talks about that too. Raising, Raising Canes is good. I think Raising Canes is perhaps gotten a little bit overrated mm -hmm. uh but it is a uh, i i i think it's very consistent which is impressive um and uh you know for any chain that scaled up as as quickly as it did let me see if i have any cash for this person um for the listeners at home there is a lovely lady uh -oh. that is uh -oh. Uh -oh. Uh, we have to go oh man god thank you god bless you it's from nick wagner thank you it's from nick wagner <laughs> <laughs> he's a good guy don't forget it I'm oh my gonna, god the I'm virtue gonna, signaling that's going on in this podcast is i'm just... not going to embarrass you but that wasn't a single that was a that was a good bill wait what was it nope. give, 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 give him a little bit of it's what i had um but uh 
It's I a good, felt, I felt like saying, it's a good you, man. I felt like I stressed you out by making deal. you do a quick handover. It's tough. You know yeah. what? I get stressed out easy. That's not your fault. Okay, great. I saw a ben, ben, Benjamin Franklin, I think, on that bill. That was a <laughs> <hundo>. <laughs> You're carrying around a bunch of hundos. It was a Tubman. Um, it was is, a Tubman. Is the, wait, what, what were we just talking about? Okay, Helen Ray's. Helen Ray's and. Uh, oh, okay. No, hot no, no, chicken no. in general. We, we landed on. Um, uh, we land on on raisin canes. Yeah. Here's the thing about raisin canes, they're they're all chicken tenders, uh, chicken tendies, which I like. It's a very simple menu, which I think is to its credit. I think all chicken tenders. All chicken tenders. Like that's okay. what they do. Just chicken tenders. It's the only chicken preparation they have there, uh, and then they have fries and sides. But the thing is, the tenders are well fried, not particularly seasoned, and uh, so it's all about the sauce, which is a great sauce. But yeah. if you're expecting something that has like a great like spice blend or something like that, you're not gonna get it. Right. It's okay. pretty basic. That's good to know. Yeah. Right. But I think we're I think we're you know I wouldn't wait in like a 40 minute line for it. But if there's a raisin canes that opens in your neighborhood and you want to try it out, yeah, g- give it a go. There's one in Burbank I drive by, and I, I am curious, but it always has a line around the block, and I just. Now, you Nick, know. I know you're a heat seeker. That's right. Is there a certain thing, like, will you get the hottest thing at Dave's Hot Chicken? Like, will you get the hottest thing and be like, give me the ghost pepper, fuck around? I will. I've, yeah. I've done that at, uh, at at Dave's Hot Chicken. I did that at Raisin Cane's when we reviewed both places. The Raisin Cane's one was, or I'm sorry, not Raisin Cane's, uh, at Howlin' Ray's when we reviewed both places. Uh, Raisin Cane's doesn't really have spicy. Right. The, the Howlin' Ray's just destroyed me I, oh, that was no. like a kind of thing of like I just I'm not gonna do this anymore this is like a, this is like dare food because I, I like right. things spicy but I don't want to go for you know the challenge yeah right. but you um, can't taste it exactly burning. Yeah. right exactly like Jitlada yes like exactly the southern Thai member um, menu at Jitlada is just it's undoable yeah it but ruins my night but Jitlada is an, a fantastic restaurant it's unbelievable yeah. oh no everybody go to Jitlada it's just the, the southern Thai stuff is just something my Irish body is not used to. Yes, and can't can't process. I love gelada as much as most. Um, yeah, I, I maintain palm tie is better. Palm tie is really good. Yeah, yeah. I palm like a palm tie. It's a fun experience too. Mm-hmm. I think that Elvis guy retired. Hmm. But oh, that's the Elvis Thai restaurant. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. And it's right. and that's people kind of write it off like that's a gimmick, but the food is fantastic. Yeah. One one has Elvis and one has jazz. Um, and they're both delicious. <laughs> Um, they're both delicious. Uh, everybody go there, but don't get the octopus thing I ate that ruined my entire night and had me asking for glasses of half and half. Oh, Can I have some yeah. half and half just to coat my tongue with fat, please? Wow. Um, it's rough stuff. I'm a, I'm a guy with... My colon is... My dad doesn't have a colon. I'll say that. Whoa. He's, he had uh, some diverticulitis, okay. I think. Di- diverticulosis. Yes. And eventually, he's in his early 80s, he had to get his uh, colon removed. And when you get your colon removed, you basically take your small intestine and attach it to your anus. Got and it. The, the small intestine starts to do all the work of the large intestine. So actually, you just don't need to have a large intestine. It's better to have one. Yeah. But if you have to get it removed, your body just does it anyway. Because the only thing that uh, large intestines do is absorb water and vitamin K. And so you can get your your small intestine just starts to do that. Human body is amazing. Yeah. It really is. But I is just your dad had... cool with you saying all this? What if it's like his secret shame? My dad's never going to listen. It's not his secret shame. <laughs> his secret shame is that it, it does make him fart this constantly. Podcast? His secret shame is not this podcast. <laughs> this is probably the most acceptable thing that I do. Um, but... Uh, but I just had I just had the misfortune. I don't know if we've had an episode since I had Giardia, but I got Giardia. Oh my god! And from my dog. Just speaking of bowel things, yeah. never get Giardia. It's like if you're. It's called Beaver Fever. Okay. Um, in Appalachia, because it's, a fun name. it's basically like beavers build dams and they their shit piles up in yeah. the dams and it poisons the water and then dogs drink the water or people drink the water and they get this giardia and it's basically one of those diseases that killed people in the Oregon Trail because it dehydrates you so badly and just never get it it's really terrible it's a parasite and it invades your body and uh, takes over and then you but you can't eat that's the thing it makes it 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 painful to eat you're you're doubled over with cramps if you eat a little piece of like chicken and rice so I was just like microdosing food I lost 15 pounds how long were you sick 
uh, for a week, and then oh I went on uh, some hardcore antibiotics that you eat like four pills at the same time. Yeah, and it really kills it instantly. Wow, that's wild. Um, it was wild, and I and I had to. It's the first time I've been prescribed kombucha. The doctor was like, "Drink kombucha, build your gut gut back," and it really worked. It was really a uh, uh, kombucha's great. And you're back yeah. to normal now. Everything's good. I'm back to normal. Yeah. I'm pooping solid. That's great. And we're going by Venice High School. That's right. Yeah, it's like a chill-ass into... place to go to high school. Like a, like I'd see it in a movie when I was a kid growing up in Pennsylvania and be like, their lockers are outside. Oh, yeah. That's the thing. I, I didn't... <laughs> I, I never... Like, I've learned from people who moved out here from the East Coast is their school buildings, their schools that are entirely indoors. Yeah. That was never my... Every school I've been to is just like always... You know, outdoor, large indoor. outdoor spaces, yeah. Oh, it's so great. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, this is like, it's like being on vacation all the time. Your lockers are outside. <laughs> um, and then I realized the real reality, which is schools are bad. Um, sure. School's bad. Yeah. Um, well. They call it beaver fever? They call it beaver fever. And is it because, I guess it's because the... Beaver, the bowel movements of beavers or whatever, or like what leads people to get it. Well, or what leads you or? to get it is poop in wa- animal poop in water. Got they it. Have okay. Giardia in their poop, and dogs get giardia a lot, and it it doesn't affect them seemingly as bad because my dog gave it to me. Sure. I made out with my dog. Like okay. my dog jumps on me, sticks her tongue all over my eyeballs and mouth and everything, and so that's what gave it to me. And I thought it was food poisoning, and I like was like, I'll never eat at that restaurant again. And yeah, then yeah, it yeah. turned out it was a uh, Giardia. So you're not restaurant. supposed to be kissing your dogs. Well, I don't want to mention the restaurant because it didn't, it didn't, uh, it didn't cause it. Don't kiss your dog, unfortunately. It's but also my dog is a big, dirty, dumb dog. Okay. That is like a lover and a great dog. But n- like, if you have like one of those kind of like meek indoor dogs, that's not like my dog sees, my dog sees a puddle of shit yeah. and just pounces on it and just starts munching. Rolling it's around time in it. to eat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, thank God, not a lot of rolling, but she has come back like smelling pretty bad, but like she doesn't automatically roll in dead bodies. But at one point we were on a hike in Altadena and she ran off into the woods cause she smelled something. We, it took like 15 minutes for her to come back. And she came back with a baby deer leg in oh her, with a hoof on it and everything. <laughs> and the and you look and if you looked like close enough, you saw the fleas uh, on the deer leg jumping onto the dog's wow. face. And the dog is never like Peaches. My dog has never been prouder or more happy and sure. more like I am doing exactly what I was designed to do. I am eating dead animals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so prying the thing away from her was so hard, and I had to. Then if I touch the deer leg, that flea, I would feel the fleas jump on me. It was just awful. Jesus wow. Christ. So she really rooted around in this dead carcass. That, that was rough. I have a question for you, John. Do you yeah. think I can get Jardia from a dog licking a Rice Krispie treat and then I eat the Rice Krispie treat? Because um, that's exactly what happened on Sunday. Really? Yeah. Did you get the worst diarrhea of your life and eating felt bad? No. Okay, but well then you, you know, don't have Giardia, but you could get Giardia but from that. Sunday was what? What's today? Monday. It was yesterday. Yeah, I have a specific memory. Like I made out with my dog, but I specifically remember like there was like a wet. It was like spitty. Mm, sure. I was like, oh, oh, you know, like, and I shouldn't call it making out with my dog. It was kissing <laughs> my dog. I wasn't making out with you my. You were Frenching your dog. Yeah. I wasn't Frenching my dog. It wasn't. You like pat- to French your dog? It was zero it's passion. Fun. It was all just like. Boyish joy. We're not judging. We're just clarifying. Yeah. Please. Yeah. No, um, but don't I, do that. I, I don't. Not to. And 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 I by no means need to, to trivialize what your ordeal. It sounds, it sounds like a horrible thing. But as, as someone who's like kind of like a fat guy or fatter than I'd like to be, I'm. You consider yourself fat? I'm. I'm like just. I'm like. I have my body image issues, but I'm like fatter than I'd like to be. Okay. And um. Uh. But, like, when you talk about a thing like that, it's like, I just, geez, I lost 15 pounds. Part of me always goes, like, oh, I lost 15 pounds. Like, yeah. You know maybe what I mean? I like start, that, <laughs> well, maybe I should go off Ozempic and start microdosing yeah, Giardia. It tastes, it tastes a little dog <laughs> shit, if that's what it takes. All right. <laughs> Sorry, now I'm eating these pills. Uh, yeah. These brown pills. <laughs> no, I had a foot infection that I needed an antibiotic for, like, a year and a half ago, and that made me lose some weight. If you want to do that. Okay, all right. Like, go hiking in bad shoes and get a blister. And just let it go from there. There you go. Yeah, yeah don't fix it. 
<laughs> uh, don't fix the blister. Wow. So you had to you had to take antibiotics. Antibiotics are really magical. I mean, they kind of solve everything. Yeah. Uh, and I, they, I worry about that antibiotics resistance. That's why I'm always like, okay, I just yeah. try to not have antibiotics as much as possible, or like, and only if I absolutely need to, which right. sometimes you just do. But right. When they you do have, get overprescribed. Well, yeah. Yes. And even recently, like my daughter, one of my daughters had a ear infection, and we got the antibiotic for it. And they're like, if she feels better, don't give it to her. But if she's still like in pain the next tomorrow, oh, okay, then, okay. So even like at that age, they're like. Try not to give it to her, but yeah. if you know, it's it's a we live in a wonderful time where there's lots of medicine, and I, I'm happy for it. It's good. Yeah, I'm here for it. I'd say if you have Giardia and you even have a reasonable inkling that you have Giardia, take the antibiotics ASAP because I waited for just that reason. Like I don't like to take you know over overly you know take antibiotics. I should have taken it on day one. I should have just gotten the thing done. Because um, it, it's rough. Yeah. Can, can I ask a, a, a podcast like logistics question? Because yeah. and John was completely on, on on tall John driving is completely on top of things, so yeah. we did not we did not have this issue. But we were we were in a lane that was going to be turning into a must turn right lane. Right. Have you ended up in that scenario in the past? And and what is your contingency? We well, break the yeah. law. You break the law. Okay. We've broken the law like probably three times, and Got we, it. we'd like to thank. Uh, the city of Los Angeles because we do this at the mercy of your police and you and so thank you so much but uh, we do we have like uh, you know lightly very lightly broken the law sure um, with Adam Scott I think the Adam Scott episode that was probably the most brazen oh, it was um, just, we went the wrong way on a one way street oh yeah. wow okay yeah so we um, wouldn't have to turn right because some things are more important than laws. Yeah, sure. Yeah. And then we've got caught on the highway a little bit. Like, okay, okay. well, we're going on the highway. And then we've had to get into the right lane to take an exit that veered right. But once we get there, we turn left. But once we got to the exit, we turned wow, left. Okay. So it's kind of sure. like veering and not like turning onto another street. But we just right. stay off highways now. To, we call it the Gumberling rule. Yeah. We, we do stay off highways, yeah. Um, um, that's smart. Yeah, and so we're on Venice Boulevard, correct? Yes, we're going uh, east. But you, you know what? A police officer did was like kind of camped out in front of my house the other day, and I was taking my e-bike to go get some groceries. And I was like, hey, how's it going? He's like, I was just checking out your van. I got the same one. And I was like, oh, did you lift yours too? Because I lifted this a couple inches. And then yeah. he got out and like looked around the van, and it dawned on me like, oh, someone used a van in a crime. And he's like looking for any like marks on it. Oh, like so he, looked he was at the, saying, he looked I at got the one of these. Wow. Yeah. Really, yeah. And it didn't dawn on me till later, but like, that's what he was, oh, which I have nothing to hide. I didn't commit any crimes. Yeah, other sure. than what I just Someone used it. the fart van in a crime? Well, that's pretty brazen to use the fart van to commit a crime. That's what my wife said. <laughs> my wife said, do you have the license plate? So make sure, but people can take license plates off. Yeah, it's true. It's not right. that hard. I do it a lot. Do you do it? Yeah, I mess with people's license plates all the time. Oh, okay. I mean, friends of mine. You know, sure, yeah. License plate frames. My friend Kelvin Yu, who's a fantastic writer and also a fantastic actor, I put on his car uh, his license plate frame. I can't. I have rehearsal. And it was on there for like four days before he noticed. That's so he really just drove good. around looking like a douche. I it's can't. Pretty, I have rehearsal. Okay, yeah. Okay, it's just yeah. like a, a pretty harmless crime because it doesn't, like a bumper sticker could mess up the car's paint. Maybe, right. But a license plate frame, it just puts them out. And then if you really want to get into it, they have these security screws. So if you have a license plate frame or a license plate that you care about, you put on these special screws that needs a special tool so no one can remove it. And then if you do that to your friend, they are stuck with it until they get that tool. Oh, shit. Which I highly recommend. Um, the uh, This is a Clooney prank I remember hearing about. Yeah, Clooney, king of pranks. That's his yeah. Oh, yeah. He, he loves, loves to prank. He's the king. But he, he apparently pranked a, uh, an, a one of the TV directors for ER, one of the episode directors, um, by changing his license plate frame to a uh, honk if you eat pussy. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's pretty good. That's yeah. pretty evil yeah. for George Clooney yeah. to do. Yeah, what if that guy's got kids? <laughs> now it's time to talk about pussy and describe I, what it is. I used to work uh, on Jimmy Kimmel Live, and Jimmy Kimmel took it to another level where he took the registration out of one of his friends slash employees' glove box and got personalized plates. Um, I, I won't say what they were. Nothing that bad. Yeah, yeah. But, and, and then put him on the car, and the guy was, like, stuck with him for, like, you have to have him for at least three months 
before you can, you know, get regular ones again. Can wow. you recommend a turn? Is that possible? Yeah, absolutely. we turn left here. On I soccer. love it. Yeah, we love this is a recommending turn. Street. Yeah, we. If we can't get over, no big deal. We can. I don't want to change the subject too hard, but your friend Kelvin should maybe get a friend named Fahrenheit, and then another friend named Celsius, and they'll be the temperature buddies. Uh, yeah, that's great. <laughs> Kelvin, Fahrenheit, Celsius. Those are the temperature scales. That yeah. was worth it. Yeah. Could also get, I mean, another direction, did, you know, again, did, did just, an, just a pitch. He could get a friend named Kelvin Me, and then he got you and me. Right. Yeah, so, Kelvin You, same. Kelvin Me. Yeah. Kelvin Me, Kelvin You. Kelvin Me, Kelvin You. <laughs> it's the best temperature. You know, Kelvin has two children. He could have named them Celsius and Fahrenheit. Oh, that's He's true. Really fucked up. Celsius yeah, You, Kelvin. Yeah, you can do that shit to your kids. Just look at Frank Zappa. That dickhead called his kids Moon Unit and Dweezil. Fucking asshole. They, they turned out great. I they turned out great. Dweezel I'm not once. saying they're not talented. I know, great I know, people. I know. I'm kidding. Dweezil was lovely. Dweezil was lovely? Good. And I think Moon Unit's I got to meet Moon once a long time ago, and she was lovely. Yeah. She, she was friends with Justine Bateman, maybe still is. And That's cool. I've had the longest running crush on Justine Bateman. Justine oh, yeah. Bateman from Family Ties. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Have you watched that show recently? I no. have, only because if you have my smart TV, uh-huh. there's a channel that is called the Family Ties channel, and it, it's just got Family Ties after Family Ties. It's they a good every, show. Every it, single one. Yeah, because that's why I'm wondering, does it hold up? Because I remember, like, I, you know, I was, I was young, but I remember watching it and, like, like liking it, but also I have the, no, no clear memories of it. It is... Something that what holds up is Michael J. Fox is great. Sure, yeah. He is just a preternatural, ultra confident, and he plays this Reaganite kind of yuppie son, and is kind of it's like the opposite of All in the Family kind of thing. Like the parents are hippies, yeah, hippie leftovers. Now it's like the the '80s, and they're having like kind of like moral dilemmas about the '80s, and their son has no moral dilemmas about the '80s, and he's just like, "We gotta make money. It's a stock market, mom. You gotta, you know." It's like, <laughs> it's funny. He's all about like stocks and like dressing, dressing up to go to school and stuff. It's just funny that he's in high school. Like, makes yeah, sense. right. <laughs> he's like, like Mallory's boyfriend, Nick. Oh, don't get me started on that guy. Oh, so boy, Mallory yeah. had a boyfriend, and I've I've been in the Nick Valentine seasons that they brought on. They also, they did all the things on that show. They brought on a little boy to, mm-hmm. like, add Brian Bonsall, yeah. Brian Bonsall, yeah. And so I'm in the episodes where they add the little boy, and then Nick Valentine had his own sitcom that I kind of, like, went down a hole, wow, a YouTube hole with the guy who played Nick Valentine. They had a spinoff. It was, like, oh, Nick Valentine. Oh, it's a spinoff. Oh, yeah, wow. they did do a spinoff. And I think it was, uh, yeah, Justine Bateman and Nick. Or it might have been someone else and Nick, but... That character was so popular because it was just like, because Michael J. Fox was so smart and quick, and then that was just like, I like motorcycles. But he was also <laughs> kind. And he was, he kind. was cool and kind. He was cool and kind. But yeah, the, the trick was he wasn't a dick. Yeah. Yeah. And he was like, in his simplicity, he was a genius. Yeah. Yeah. And he had a cool mullet. Yeah, he had that cool metal hair. We got a McDonald's on the left here. This we're is a good at, McDonald's. We're yeah. on National Bull. We're on crossing, about to cross National. We're on Sawtell and National. There is a modern McDonald's. Yeah, modern McDonald's, modern Starbucks. That the Starbucks I think used to be a KFC. I thought you said Martin Starbucks. Martin Starbucks. <laughs> He's got it. It's kind of like that's the guy. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like Camel Cash for Martin Star. <laughs> How many Martin Starbucks have you? Um, there's a and then the Marie Callender's over there. Is, is it finally? No, it's still it's still ticking. That, 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 that's a chain that's that's dying off. But um, I have a lot of affection for it. Have you just so everybody knows, and I'm sure everybody knows, the Doughboys Review chain restaurant. That's right. Yeah, um, uh, it's a brilliant podcast that everyone should listen to. And so, have chain restaurants reached out to you guys to do it? Are you? What's the give and take? Because I know yes. you probably get happy when you. Give a smaller place like a boost. Yeah, know. I mean, you know, we we say on the pod that Doughboys can't be bought um, because we're, you know, we'll, we'll, we won't take payola for reviewing a place. Uh, right, and right. Uh, but we we are not that we're even that legit, but like that's just like we we're the the one meridian. We're it's not kind of more fun. Yeah, uh, it's more fun to just like be able to go up and actually rip into a place versus like they gave you everything for free and it's like you know right right you can't be objective. Um, but. 
Uh, yeah, we've had places reach out. We've had places that a lot of times if we're going on the road somewhere, uh, a chain will be like, hey, stop by, or, you know, we're going to have people come into the show or whatever. Uh, and, uh, yeah, like you were saying, some of the smaller chains are a little bit more... Like like KFC doesn't need us, you know. They're not gonna. We're not gonna do anything to boost the, the numbers on. Um, right, right. But but a smaller, more local chain might might actually like Cuckoo if they were still around. Man, R.I.P. Right. Cuckoo They got a lot of play in uh, Get Him the Greek because uh, Diddy owned ten Cuckoo Did he really? Well, no, that was a joke. Oh, there was a joke in it. I think because they wanted to say Cuckoo. I own ten Cuckoo Yeah, can't fuck with me or something. It's a, it's a funny name. Uh, I, that place I didn't. I never really loved. Kukuru was like a kind of a rotisserie chicken place. Yeah, it was like one of the first. I loved it, man. You loved it. I, I did. I think I probably got it as like a work meal too often. Oh, like I got, okay. I got the catering version and kind of oh, got right. worn out on it. Their yeah. wraps I thought were pretty bad. Yeah, if you have it more than like once every two weeks, it might, it might go a too far. Yeah. yeah. Scott Arkerman, uh famously or infamously, put out a CD called... <laughs> Kukuru's greatest hits and he just made this mixtape of like popular songs at the time like there was some Coldplay on there and then every 40 to 50 seconds or whatever he would just interrupt it with number 12 uh, <laughs> as if you're in Kukuru that's fun and he would put on at parties and people would get so aggravated <laughs> and then like he did like a long enough spacing that people would forget and then their favorite song was once again interrupted by Scott's brilliance slash stupidity. <laughs> Number 12. Yeah. That's awesome. And then, you know, other, other interjections, but yes, just the idea that you're sitting in a kukuru waiting for your food. I don't know. Love that. Hamburger it's, Habit yes. on the left. Pretty good. Have place you guys pretty done good. Hamburger Habit? We have not reviewed it. I don't think there aren't enough. I mean, okay, this is distinct from The Habit, which is its own chain. That's an independent place called Hamburger Habit. Okay. Um, and uh, but that sign like years ago, best hamburger in Southern California, KBC, got me to be like, I gotta try this place. Yeah. Um, and uh, it's it's fun. It's fine. I I mean the the thing they do there, I don't know if they still do it, but what they did for numbers is they'd hand you a card from a deck of cards, and that was kind of fun. It's just like you know, uh, you know, Queen of Spades Ooh. is up. I was like, oh, wow. that's that's a fun way to do the number yeah. system. Oh, that's good. Yeah. yeah. Three of um, diamonds. And what is the the minimum to qualify for a chain? Six. Yeah, two, three. Uh, we've reviewed single location places before if they're like iconic enough, especially uh-huh. if we're on the road. But for the most part, yeah, we we try to we try to pick a place that's like three to six. Um, it, it it depends. We're a little bit flexible there. I find. I think Pittsburgh did this with Permani Brothers, or Permani Brothers is a place in Pittsburgh. Because every town on the East Coast has, like, a signature dish. Mm-hmm. Like, for Cincinnati, it's, like, the dumbest thing. It's, like, oh, we do uh, chili with spaghetti. Yeah, and it's, it's like, that's chili, Cincinnati. Yeah. And it's, yeah. like, well, you just had a lot of bulk spaghetti, and you decided to make a signature meal. Like, it's, like, somebody just kind of did this, and I'm, like, is it the chicken or the egg? Because Pittsburgh had this place, or still has, this place called Permani Brothers, and they just put fries and slaw on the sandwich. Yes. And nobody likes that. Like, it's not good. <laughs> nobody likes it. And I remember being like, well, this is the Pittsburgh thing. I've got to do this when I was in high school, and being like, I just, I'd rather the fries be outside the sandwich and not on it. That's my note, or whatever. Like, this yeah. isn't that great. So, have you found that, I don't know, I feel like the most made-up shit, maybe pizza is a little bit, like, that is, it's like, signature to Chicago is Chicago pizza. Like, sure. it is, like, definitely, like, defined by that. But have you ever been, like, oh, you just kind of made this up and you tried to do it. And there was, you were the only one trying to make a signature dish for this city. And so it kind of worked out or whatever. I don't know. Real, real quick, I think you're going to have to turn left here because this will take you on the highway if you go straight. Do not want to do that. Yeah. Um, so, although you could have turned left from that line, but... It'll work out. So I don't know what my what my question is. Is just, but it just seems like people like dumb people make up like things. Yeah. Nineteen fifties, and then it becomes a signature dish. Oh, did you try that chili with spaghetti? Right, right. Well, like, but some of them work out. Like, like you right. know, and and I know there are different origins for like chicken and waffles, but that's another combination. That I think the first time you hear about it is like that's not, that seems random, but like when you have it, it's like oh, that is some real synergy there. Yeah, that is actually a dream pairing. Sweet and savory. Yeah, and uh, 
I, I, I'm trying to think of like like a, a real we, like dumb combo. I mean, we've definitely encountered the thing where we've gone to a, a a beloved local restaurant and we've just been like, "This sucks. This is right. like I can't believe everyone here likes this." Huh. And sometimes the reaction from the, the locals is even like we know it sucks right like, right. But, like we wanted you to experience it because this is like part of our local culture yeah um we I went, get that yeah there was a the, the place that we went into seattle is uh ivar's uh acres of clams yeah um and uh that's like a like a tourist <laughs> trappy you know like fried fish chain and it was just like pretty awful and like acres expensive of clams is so unappealing nasty acres. phrase yeah nasty phrase. Like, yeah a sewer of clams. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the old spaghetti factory. You want old spaghetti? Well, here's a whole factory full of it. Yeah. Such a bad name. Yeah. Uh, John, what was the thing that you recommended to me in Georgia that I ended up going on? Tybee Island. The uh, place with alligators in it. Oh, gosh. I forget the name of it, but that's not a chain. It's not some. a chain. No, but it's like a signature place. And yeah. their whole thing is like, it's like a, it's like a, uh, seafood shack where they have fried clams and I got the wrong thing. I got ribs. Okay. Oh, oh these will be good ribs and they were just absolutely bad. I mean, Isn't it terrible when you splurge, you know, treat yourself to ribs and they're not very good? Yeah, and it happens a lot and you can taste the frozenness. Yeah. Like, now I'm very sensitive to like, oh, this is, um... Literally, this is Cisco Systems ribs that they've frozen. I right. It again. <laughs> you know, there's nothing new about this. Yeah. But that's the kind of thing where it's like, that's the thing I'm, I'm, I always think about with a chain restaurant is, okay, how is this place succeeding at what they're trying to do? Like, it, like if, if they're, if they're, we're a fried seafood place, you know, like how is their fried seafood? But also if they're choosing to offer ribs, yeah, that's on them yeah. because they should not be doing that. Like that should not be on their menu if that's not a specialty of theirs. That's not going to be a strength of theirs. Right. Uh, well, yeah. But, so, but people don't really... like fish, so they have to, they have to do something. Right, but I feel like there are other options you could pivot to, not just like the, you know, like you were saying, the, the frozen uh, food service ribs. Right, yes. right. I went to a, a chain restaurant for the first time called Lure. Have you guys heard of that? No. I know Lure, yeah. It's a fish house. Yeah, it's like yeah. a fan, like a little upscale. It is a little upscale. Wait, I think I maybe went to a Lure. And I had a nice piece of salmon. It was delicious. But they have the, the burger on the menu, too, for yeah. people who don't like seafood. And that's perfect, because everyone likes a burger. Yeah, right, why not? Burger boy. Yeah. I am the, yeah, the burger boy. Um, yeah, just have a burger. It's so much easier. Yeah, ribs is, you have to do it right. But that place has alligators in a pit. And Whoa. the thing is, they're baby alligators. They don't let them grow past like five feet because then they can kill you. Yeah, <laughs> right, can, right, right. They've like uh, mangled children before. So yeah. it's just baby alligators. And you're kind of like, hey, what do they do after they grow past a certain point? And they're like, don't ask, or whatever. Jesus. And the whole place, the thing is, and this was a good wreck on John's part. I'm not, I'm not dissing the wreck, but okay. this particular day was windless, and the inside of this restaurant reeked of, unfortunately, alligator shit. Oh, and so God. you're just smelling this, like, weird alligator miasma as you eat your bad, <laughs> bad like, clearly frozen ribs. <laughs> And your brother's like, should I eat this fried clam? It doesn't seem good enough. Um, or whatever. But you could feed um, them with a... They have, like, little, like, fishing poles with strings, and you tie the alligator food to the string and just drop... That's fun. It's it fun. It's like something you can't do in California. Yeah, know? sure. Yeah, there's, like, rules against animal cruelty. <laughs> <laughs> Georgia, they're just like, fire it up. You want some big ones? Um, yeah, feed these, feed these alligators. Um... Wow. My brain just farted. So that's cool. Um, what street are we on again? This is uh, Overland? Overland. Santa Monica. Are we in Santa Monica? We're not in Santa Monica. We didn't go that far away. We're west. in Palm. Okay. Yeah, we're still in the we're still in the west side area. Now Nick, you also do a video game. That's right. Podcast, which I love with Heather and Campbell. God bless you, yeah. And Madapadaka. Yes, in Manapadaka, and it's so great. And so what I was wondering is, are you playing any video games now? Yeah, you know, I, I'm playing through 
uh, their Cyberpunk 2077. Oh man, I watched that entire series on uh, Netflix. Edge Runners, it's fantastic. Very good. It's really good. Very, really good very anime. Well yeah. So uh, yeah, the the storytelling in the game is good. It's not quite at that level, but it is like a very fun sort of. I'm so exhausted by those kind of open world, like go around do everything sort of games. You know, I, right. I they feel like that that formula is kind of a little tired for me. But this is like a really good version of that, even though it's a little janky. Right. Uh, and they just released this new expansion called Phantom Liberty, which is like, there's like this, this, uh, yeah, very uh, great, great video game. Video game, game just yeah. like Phantom Liberty, <laughs> yeah, of course. Sure, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it's like, it, the whole game takes place in this one town, Night City, kind of like a Grand Theft Auto, except it's in the future, as you might infer from the name. And then there's like right. this, this uh, walled off like neighborhood uh, called Dogtown, which is incidentally the name of a neighborhood in Venice. California, yeah. um, but inside there, inside this new area that you couldn't access previously, is where this Phantom Liberty expansion takes place, and it's it's a lot of fun. It's good storytelling. Idris Elba's in it, which is great. great. Yeah, Ooh. yeah, that's cool. So that's wait, cool. so this is Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven colon Phantom Liberty. That's Phantom what I'm Liberty. Right now. Yeah. Have you do you do you fuck with uh, Zelda? I do. The new Zelda. I did. I did like Tears of the Kingdom a lot. It's I fell amazing. off of it because it gets overwhelming. That's the big problem I have with those games that have like a, such a sprawling scope. But it is an, an incredibly impressive game. Yeah, I went hard on it, and then yeah. I, I fell off too because I was like, "All right, I'm underground. I built a robot. Yeah, what am I doing?" And then I was like, <laughs> "I just no more video games for a couple months." And then, and then Mario Wonder came out. Yes, yeah, and that is. Like one of the most pleasant games I've ever played in my life. Okay, it's, so you're playing it because I I got it. I haven't played it yet. I only have Switch because like Switch has tends to have games like you're talking about that aren't like ultra absorbing. Yeah, totally like, daunting, right? Like, like you know the most absorbing game is is probably Zelda, and I like I do love that, and it's so brilliant and rewarding, and it's just designed by it's like a masterpiece. Yeah, it's like yeah, a, yeah. It's like a beautiful painting or something. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, like, Mario wonders more my speed because I'm just like, I do jump around and make, no, make fun noise. I think that's totally fine. I like yeah. it when things are a little bit more constrained and linear, you know, versus, yeah. like, hey, here's every possibility. Is like, well, now I have the stresses I have in life of just, like, well, I can do anything, and now I'm just, like, anxious about that, right. you know? Did you guys ever play Donkey Kong Country? When you I love Donkey Kong yeah, Country, yeah. That was, that was, like, the last one I really spent a lot of time on those games yeah. are great and they're they're tough as nails and they have great soundtracks there's yeah. they made a a pretty recent one donkey kong uh, tropical freeze which wow. is pretty great and yeah. that's on switch same idea same idea it's a different developer but it's the same principle yeah. and it, it, it plays great love it yeah and you can play as funky kong if you like I, funky I like, kong i would like that what is <laughs> he look like or she who is funky, funky kong? kong you you probably remember from donkey kong country is like the coolest like kong like has sunglasses yeah. and runs the weapon shop uh has like oh, a surfboard uh, yeah, yes yeah. yes wait is um when did that come out like 90s uh, Donkey Kong Country, yeah, those games came out in the 90s in the Super Nintendo era, and then Tro Tropical Freeze, I think, came out, like, 2019, maybe, pretty recently. I, I, the last game I really finished fast was Metroid Dread. I love that. Okay, Metroid yeah, yeah, yeah. Dread thing, and it was just, like, hard enough, but easy enough to kind of, like, get through. Um, but, like, that was the last thing where I was, like, it was the pandemic, and I was, like, yeah, putting sure. in hours. I right, was, like, right, right. 7 a.m., just, like, let's get this fucking board done. Um, what's your favorite video game of all time? Boy, that's a tough or question. Like top three. Or uh, no, no, the top. Three. I, sh I, you know what? I get, I get asked this enough, and I still have not come up with a point, a, a like stock answer. And I should just, I should just lock this in. Um, but if I, but. It, 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 one game that comes to mind that I that I I've just put so many hours into and that I have a lot of affection for is uh, Diablo Two. Okay. Um, I you know I I love the Diablo franchise and I love that format. You're uh, in hell. You're, you're you're yeah you're well you're in hell for part of it. It's yeah. A, eventually leads to lead to you being in hell. Um, but yeah, just just that sort of uh, dungeon crawling. Um, you know, just right. just killing a bunch of monsters and collecting their loot. Just a really really you know, sort of fun flow state it puts you in. Uh, so I, I put that one up there. Uh, boy, I'm, I'm trying not to get too recency bias in terms of some, some games I played lately that I really like, but, um, but they always get better. They so. all, yeah. There's some ones that are really good. I mean, there's this game that, that came out 
uh, in the past few years that I played through twice called Disco Elysium, which is an RPG. Disco Elysium. Disco Elysium, yeah, and yes. it's it's in, just incredible storytelling, great writing, and it's it's mostly you know it's it's like an RPG but with no real combat in it. It's just all like basically you're a detective sort of exploring this dystopian um, future, but not like a dystopian parallel world. Uh, and, uh, and and investigating a crime there. That one's really well done. Uh, and then, I, you know, I go back to, like, Chrono Trigger, Super Nintendo, uh, JRPG, a really great game. What's a JRPG? Uh, Japanese-style RPG. It, okay. it, now, nowadays, it doesn't really necessarily mean an RPG from Japan. More means in that style, which is, like... Right. You know, it's something that's a little bit more... Uh, story focused yeah, yeah. that the, has a certain style of combat a certain aesthetic uh, and is um, usually less about having a bunch of player choices whereas opposed to like something like Skyrim is like a like a classic kind of western RPG where it's like right. you can do you can create a character any way you want and make them make a bunch of different choices uh, whereas these tend to be a little bit more like a Final Fantasy or Dragon Quest, just like a pretty straightforward experience. And are you like going, is it like turn-based? Yeah, so the combat going... is usually turn-based, not always, but yeah, that's what's happening in Chrono Trigger's combat. Although it's a little active too, because you can, you know, uh, it's, it's, you can make some more active decisions. Nice. Yeah. Nice. That's interesting. Yeah. yeah. We just passed uh, Woodbine Street. And it reminds me that Bokeem Woodbine is a great actor. He is really good. Did you see The Inspection? No. What's that? It's a movie that came out in 2020. I guess it came out last year, 2022. And it's uh, it's a, this uh, this autobiographical story of this dude who was... The, it's the director's story, and it's like him uh, basically enlisting in the Marines by necessity. He was, like, homeless, um, and just needed something to, you know, uh, basically keep him alive. Right. Uh, and uh, and it, so enlisted the Marines, but he's he's also gay, and he, so he has to be closeted because it's the don't ask, don't tell era. So it's like it's like takes place in the '90s. Um, Bokeem Woodbine plays the drill sergeant in it, and it's a really cool performance because like, there's a blank check guys have, have have made this observation, but it's like. You know, you, you ha there's such a, a kind of totemic, iconic uh, drill sergeant uh, performance, R. Lee Ermey from, right. you know, Full Metal Jacket. So it's like, how do you not do that but still have, like, an interesting sort of drill sergeant Oh, that's interesting, character. Yeah. And it's, a, it's a really great performance. He's a good actor. He is, yeah. yeah. He's great on Fargo. Yeah. He's great on that Sopranos he was on where he's the rapper. <laughs> oh, I forgot that was him. Pizza Shop. Yeah, he's great. That was when I first was like, who's that? Yeah. Um, cool ass name. Great Bokeem name. Woodbine. And I love that that's, you know, that's this podcast, the spirit of this podcast. You see a street name, you you know, trigger something in your mind and now we have a wonderful conversation about a nice actor. Yeah. Congrats, Bokeem. Uh, I would You're buy, welcome I would buy you a drink If I met you Ooh, Oh nice. boy This is a big old Whoa Big old U-turn Well wow, you know I'm doing my amazing. best That was really That was really smooth that, that was, was just, it's just a buttery from, from a passenger experience Just a buttery smooth U-turn Yeah everyone gorgeous this is a really, yeah, this is like floating on a cloud, this Sienna. The Toyota Sienna is a dream come true. I didn't know I'd like a minivan as much as I do. And yeah. Floating on a brown cloud yeah. in this fart van. Okay. <laughs> um, are you a Halloween guy, Nick? What's your what's your take? No, not really, but I do, I'm, I've become more into, like, I'm have, I've, I'm, I don't get, like, like freaked out or scared by scary movies, I do kind of get disgusted by them sometimes. Right. Um, but I've gotten more into horror movies recently as a way of like under uh, celebrating the season. Um, it's like a fun thing to do during October. But I don't really, I don't put on costumes or anything like that. Are you? Do you get? Do you guys like? Are you costumes people? I'm doing a costume this year. Wow. Yeah. What are you doing? Uh, my partner Natalie and I are very into the show. Um, and just like that. Oh, okay. Which is the Sex and the City spinoff. Right. Um, and so we're going to be Miranda and Che Diaz. That's really which fun. Which is a famous couple. Who's going to be who? I'm going to be Miranda. Natalie's going to be Che Diaz. And our dog is going to be Bobby Lee. <laughs> <laughs> Delightful. Um, yeah, pretty good. How about you, Tall John? 
Um, I will dress up as much as my daughters would like me to, which is right, thankfully like... very little so far. There's this dragon head that they want me to wear, and I can just wear my regular clothes um, when we trick-or-treat, and that, that works out well. There you go. Yeah. I'm not against dressing up. I'm just lazy. But is it is it like a thing, like your you know your kids are like, hey, I want to do this costume. You can be, you know, whatever. I want to be, a, I'm going to be a knight. You can be a horse or something like that. Luckily, that hasn't happened yet, but okay. I, it's coming because my kids are still young. So Got it. It's just like one year, they just... The youngest, the oldest, just picked this dragon head. And she's like, "Oh, that's what we have. You can just be that." Got it. But eventually, she'll be like, "Oh, yes, I'm going to do B X. Therefore, you should be Y." Right. It's probably in my future, and I'm I'm fine with it. Or don't be fine with it. Just like no, no fun <laughs> con. No, daddy's daddy stays home. Well, someone has to pass out the candy. Well, I pass out candy. We have a. We didn't have anything last year. I went to Party City and got a skeleton. And then That's we have cool. a peloton, and so I put the skeleton on a peloton. It was the hit of the goddamn neighborhood. That is really fun. And kids would just go, skeleton on a peloton! And it was like, we crushed it, and neighbors still talk about it. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. That's really clever. Yeah. I don't know, I've never thought of the, the, the skeleton peloton synergy before. Yeah. yeah, I mean, try it out. That's everybody gets everybody can do this. Oh. He gets the big bucks, I'm just a driver, you know? <laughs> it works out. Yeah, I get this, yeah, this is the driver. Would you guys like an ice cream? No, I'm right. good. We just passed an ice cream guy. Yeah. Ice cream guy with the push cart. That dude's active in the neighborhood. I was going to say, so like, there's... I think he must have to get business around here. Might, there, yeah. there are a few parks around here, yeah. That, that's, but I think there's also just a lot of kids around Got this it. area. Nice. Um, well, Nick, thank you so much for doing this. Oh, my God. What a treat. What a dream. You, Thanks for uh, having me. You are a dream. You're just a dream guest. Oh, uh, I, I, I'm, I'm doing what so I Thank you so much for doing it. Yeah, and now that fun. the strike's over, we can ask if there's anything you want to plug. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, I got nothing going on except for the podcast. But yeah, check That's out Get lot. Played, podcast about video games, and check out uh, Dope Boys podcast about chain restaurants. You know. I, I talked over you when you were saying the video game one. Say it again. It's called Get Played. Get Played. Get Played and Get Dope Boys, yeah. Check out I, Get Played, check out Dope Boys. I believe past guest of, of your pod, uh, Mike Mitchell, yes. uh, my Dope Boys co host. Mm -hmm. So, you know, to, to see us both talking to each other and chopping it up. Some great folks. The best. Including the John. Best. Yeah. Wetzel's Pretzels. Wetzel's Pretzels we did. That was the one you did? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Have you not been on since Wetzel's Pretzels? I feel like we had you on again. I think I've been on twice. Yeah. yeah. We've got, I, we got to get you both on. We've got to get you both on. We'll um, figure it out. Nice. Um, here. Thank you so much, up. buddy. And uh, our second ever kind of West Side... Uh, two Johns. Yeah, and it's great to. I hope you had fun. It's great to like change it up because we're driving past that like the Vista a lot. And it's yeah, like, yeah, oh, there's, right. There's nothing wrong with that, but. But this is also a mellower. Like aside from me almost getting in a wreck right away and seeing the condom <laughs> on the banana, <laughs> like, once we saw like a car on fire. Remember that? We, we, saw oh, we did see fire. a car on fire. Things yeah, we're a little some... slower over here, and that's just the way you like it, isn't it, Nick? Yeah, but one hundred percent. Yeah. A little leisurely, you know, laid back pace of life. Love it. That's what SoCal's all about. All right. Thank you, sir. Thanks so much. Do Take we get care, out? What do we, do? what do we do? Yeah. We, we take a pick. Hi, Harry. Hi, Harry.